Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsored Studios, this is Carl and Crew Mornings on 90.1 FM Moody Radio. Okay, I got to tell you, we're saving all of our turkey talk for tomorrow. <laughs> gobble, gobble, gobble. Gobble, what gobble. kind of turkey you know why? talk? Why are we, we going to save it till tomorrow? I don't. Why? Because I'm working on my gobble. Yeah, oh. gobble, gobble. Keep mm. working. Right. Yeah. yeah. See? You see, gotta... I got 24, 20, <laughs> Keep working. I got 23 hours to get my act together here. Yeah. Okay. Gobble, gobble. Ma'am, gobble. you should watch some videos. You sound like an angry turkey. <laughs> Sound like an old one. Yes. I hey, he's want, now I don't agree say that, that, but you said it okay, first. Okay, see, I knew you were thinking old turkey. Yes, an old grumbly turkey just complaining gobble, about everything. Gobble. I know he's not he's not angry. Mm. Gobble. Gobble. He's introspective and old. <laughs> Give me an angry turkey. An angry mm, okay. Can Hold you on. do it? Young Thunder texted me last night and said, guys, I'm going to have a hard time talking tomorrow because I'm true. getting a cold. Now I'm asking him to do an angry Dude, turkey. Angry turkey voices. His poor throat. <laughs> I mean, it's that's like a turkey. angry and running away. <laughs> it's like a frantic turkey. Aw. Well, it is Thanksgiving. Wouldn't you run too? I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Would you be a little hysterical? Come here, turkey, turkey. No. Come here, turkey, turkey. <laughs> out of here, man. I don't think so. Those poor guys. Oh. They'll lose your head, their head for you, I'll tell you. <gasps> All right. <laughs> Never you mind. You're making it harder to eat my dinner on Thursday. You know what's funny about the world today? What's that? We should, we should have public service announcements that are arranged around the reality of life. That chicken you're eating today had to be killed. It's true. I don't, I mean, there's a lot of separation from, so much from, separation, uh, you know, animal to, to table. Oh my goodness. Than, than it used to be. It used to be, you had to get your own stuff. Yeah. And, farmers and get that's it. just how people did it. Back in the yeah, day. Farmers get it though. And you did it you at know? a young age too. Back in the day. Yeah. Eat chicken. Sometimes you get a feather in there. Oh. I'm, I'm glad. Okay, that's where I'm kind of grateful yeah. for the separation. Is, yeah, I know my food is, it doesn't have any of that. No, no feathers. No. There's other stuff in there nowadays. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> you are, man, you are like on it this week. I don't know, man. It's only Tuesday. I'm telling you, man, I can't wait till next week because you know it starts next week. Hmm. Christmas songs. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. Don't we start sprinkling them in? I, I mean, so. basically, as soon as Thanksgiving's over, I think we might have some sprinkling. Oh. So you come back ready to go. Oh, yeah. Not going to do any turkey talk today except one thing. Hmm. How about that cranberry sauce that comes out of the can? It's better than the, the homemade it's a stuff. a blob of goop. It's the only thing that I want to see ridges on in my life when I eat it <laughs> is the ridges from the can. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It does aesthetically. It somehow is very pleasing. How? I don't know. It's it just a is. Of goop. That's the thing. Is I don't know. It just is. You know what I think I might do this year? What? I'm gonna get some LED lights and shine them up through that. Hmm. So cut cut the can of cranberry sauce in half. Make it different colors. Put some. Just put some. Like some blue. Huh. That's LED weird. lights. Turn it into a lava lamp. Have that thing. Go- <laughs> Turn, turn the cranberry sauce into a lava lamp. Hilarious. 
Wouldn't that be one of the greatest things on the planet? No. Yes. It's already kind of an, I mean, it's cranberry color. If you came to my home to see an LED light shining through a a cross-sectional cut. <laughs> I would love to look at it. Yes. I would love to look at it. I would not love to eat it. It would make it less appetizing to me. No, it, it'd be better. You get that thing glowing like a lava lamp, only it doesn't move. It See, just glows. I have a firm belief, though, on cranberry sauce. It is, you put it on the table, I don't touch it. I'm okay with looking at it. Oh, Aesthetic, you don't eat it. Aesthetically, it looks very good on the table. I don't eat it, though. I don't, I don't cut pieces off. I leave it there. <laughs> leave it on the table. One of my favorite post-Thanksgiving meals is if I can have my wife make her icorn flour bread. That is amazing. She makes this sourdough bread that is amazing. But you get her icorn-floured, homemade, super-dense, super-rich bread with some warmed-up turkey meat, thinly sliced, and then slather on some cranberry sauce. Mm. Eat that baby. Maybe with a slice of cheese on you're, that. You're thing. already dreaming. You talking about <laughs> leftovers like Friday lunch? Oh yeah, they're yeah. way better than oh, the original. Oh yeah, thing. absolutely. I don't know why, but Thanksgiving food gets better second day. Oh my goodness! But oh, I'm going to sure. save all for the sure. turkey talk for tomorrow. Okay. Coming up here in this half hour, we've got Franklin Graham with us. We're going to talk yeah. about Israel. What's going on over there? What's Samaritan's Purse up to? We're going to have a great morning here, guys. We're also going to talk about a big unveiling here in Chicagoland. You're going to want to be here for it. Hang on, guys. Giving hope directly from the source. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. Well, I've got a man with us right now that is looking strikingly similar to his father. More and more as the years go by. Franklin, is it the, um, I, I don't want to call it gray. Am I the only one noticing that you're looking like Billy more and more? You know, just before my father died, you know, his hair was pretty gray. So, you know, I must, I must be getting close uh, to following him. No, you're doing great. <laughs> By the way, I want to thank you. I see you on cable news giving invitations to follow Christ. What is going on? Are you seeing quite a response to that? No question. There's a, there is a hunger in the world today. And um, people are searching. They're searching for peace and truth but they're not finding it. And uh, their hearts are just hungry. I just find that when you, when you share the Word of God with a person, it begins to melt away these rough edges, and they begin to listen and ask questions, and there's just a hunger. And there, this is an opportunity today for, to preach the gospel. You know, Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it's the power of God unto salvation to the Jew first, and then also to the Greek. Yeah. And right now, this is a time, I think, for to proclaim the gospel. We don't have to worry about the results. Just proclaim it, yeah. that Jesus Christ is God's son, that he took our sins. He died. He shed his blood on the cross. And on the third day, God raised him to life. There's Holy Spirit-filled power in that message and that message alone. Yeah, right on. Franklin Graham, my guest right now, president and CEO of Samaritan's Purse, also president and CEO of Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. He's doing such great work. You know, I want to talk about what's going on in Israel, but first let's talk about the geopolitics of this. It's quite stunning to look at even our country and the support for, and I want to I be clear here, but there is support for Palestine and even the Hamas at levels that I never would have imagined here even 10 years ago. What's going on, Franklin? I was in Israel this past week. I met with people who have family members that are held hostage. 
I met with family members who had uh, a relative killed uh, in those early strikes. It's the brutality, and there's, we've got the security tapes. You know, the Is- Israel had cameras everywhere. Yeah. And so you, you see them with the, the cameras coming in in pickup truck loads with heavy machine guns and just shooting people randomly on the street, shooting children, shooting men, women. Then they also had cameras. The, the terrorists had cameras on them. They had body cams, uh, GoPros, and recording what they were doing. And uh, they taking women, then raping them one after another, and then putting a gun to the woman's head as they're raping her and shoot her in the head, take a knife and cut her breast off and throw them like a football. And this is the kind of evil yeah. that is there and what these people have gone through. And they interviewed uh, some of Hamas that they captured and asked them, why did you take little children? Why did you, why did you kidnap children and take them hostage? Uh, they said to rape them. And uh, this is demonic. This, yes, this it is. is evil. Yep. This is demon possession. It is demon possession. And, uh, and, and so this is something we as a nation uh, have to deal with. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's a crisis, but it's going to have a huge impact, I believe, uh, socially, uh, morally, and religiously or spiritually in this country. How do we keep believing, as we should, that God can reach these people because the Apostle Paul was a murderer, or it, 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 we need to be careful with that. He at least was, we don't see him taking a knife or hanging someone, but we do see him hunting down Christians on the road to Damascus. How does the gospel response work toward terrorists? First of all, I, I know of Muslims that have been saved, and here's the way you know how a, a Muslim has been truly been saved. God gives them a heart of love for Israel. And uh, I met a man uh, just this past weekend in Jerusalem who was a Muslim who had gotten saved. And when he got saved, God, he said, God gave me a heart to love the Jew uh, and to love Israel. And that is true. If a person says they're a Christian, but they hate Israel or hate the Jews, then their, their heart's not right. Because God, first of all, God gave the land to the Jew. God chose the Jew of all the nations of the world. He chose Abraham's seed through Isaac and Jacob, not through Ishmael, but Isaac and Jacob. He chose that seed for that to be his, his chosen people. And uh, they, have a, they have had a place in history, and they're going to have a place in the future, as we read. So we, we know that this is, these are God's people, and the devil hates them. Yeah, he The does. devil wants to destroy them. The devil wants to burn them. So there's a there's a spiritual realm realm here that we have to understand and just uh, acknowledge. It's not going to get better. It's going to get worse. And when we read the prophets, we, we read if you read Zechariah chapter 14, we know that in the end days, and hopefully we won't be here, that the armies of the world that would probably include the United States of America will surround Jerusalem, destroy the city, tear down its walls. That the city will be half of it will be destroyed. The other half will will flee. And then the Bible says God himself will come down and fight for her as in the day of battle. So that's all to come. So we know that the world is going to become more and more and more anti-Semitic. The interesting thing, and I told our church this on Sunday, and we talk about it here from time to often, is that everybody wants to have peace in Israel. We know that the only peace deal that's ever going to be struck going forward is going to be by the Antichrist himself. Daniel 9, the little horn will rise up in a reconstituted Roman Empire, and then he's going to betray that trust. Even Israel will buy into that peace treaty for three and a half years. He will betray that trust. But 
here's what's shocking to me. If you look at world events, there is no greater validation of the scriptures than the headline news. Franklin? Yeah, no question. And, uh, but for us as believers, I mean, for you know, what are we to do? First of all, we're instructed to pray, pray for the peace of Jerusalem, but for us to be uh, proclaiming the gospel. And I, I found this last week while I was in uh, Israel, using Old Testament scriptures as I talk to uh, people and trying to minister to them and comfort them and giving them scriptures from the Old Testament, how much they appreciated it and thanked me. And uh, wanted to wanted to hear more because they're they're not getting the the scripture from the rabbis. No, uh, they're not getting it from him. And there's power in God's word, and God's word doesn't come back void. And so, Amen. Uh, I believe God will just open up a, a wider door of opportunity as we move forward. And uh, and I'm excited uh, to see what God's going to allow us to do. Amen. We're we're buying 21 ambulances uh, for Magan David Adom. This is, a, this is their first responders uh, in Israel. It's not the Red Cross, but it's kind of like the Red Cross in this country. These are the people that respond when there's a crisis, when a rocket blows up or a house burns. Uh, uh, these people are the ones who respond. They lost 11 ambulances, so we're replacing, excuse me, they lost 14. They lost 11 workers. And then uh, we're replacing those 14, and then we're going to add another seven. Beautiful. Uh, ambulances that are that are bulletproof, you know, armor plated, um, and Samaritan's and, uh, Purse is doing that, right? Samaritan's Purse is doing it, and and, uh, and the reason we're doing it because this this is helping the entire nation. It's not just a, a one corner of, of Israel, but it's the entire nation with these these ambulances. And it's and one of these ambulance drivers uh, was killed on that morning. Uh, was uh, excuse me, eleven of them were killed, but the, this one I met her family. Uh, her mother and her three sisters, and it's just so sad when you when you meet these people that are mourning for their loved ones, and and the mothers just said, "I'm so glad my daughter is dead and was not taken captive yeah. Yeah, and is horrific. not being held hostage." Yeah. And I just you know just mourn for her and try to comfort them and read scripture to them and and uh, put my arms around them and hugged them and prayed with them and they appreciated those prayers and and I told them I'm a Christian. Is it okay if I pray for you? And everyone, yes, please yes. pray, play. Yeah, yeah. They're hungry. They're hungry for prayer. It's beautiful. Franklin Graham, our guest right now. And um, what else is Samaritan's Purse doing uh, boots on the ground over there in Israel right now? Uh, well, you have almost a half a million um, Jews or Israelis that have been displaced. They've had to leave their homes and they're living in hotels to get further away from the missiles. Uh, I've got an app on my phone and it's going off every few minutes as more missiles are, and missiles are being fired uh, as we're doing this program. Yeah, we don't hear so, that, that, it, that they're still under siege. This is still going on. And you've got a half a million people that are living in hotels. We're providing food vouchers so they can go down to the, a local, like a It'd be kind of like a Dollar General type of store okay. where you can go in and get uh, food or you can get some clothing. And we're giving them food vouchers. We're giving uh, food boxes uh, to some. We're helping our the Christians on the West Bank. These would be Arabs who are Christians that they had jobs in Israel, but now because of what's happened they on October 7th, the borders closed, they can't work. And so we're, we're giving, uh, helping them to buy food. There are also churches inside Gaza that we're helping. And we've been, been being able to get money to them. So we're helping our brothers and sisters in Christ, uh, both in Gaza and the West Bank. Of course, uh, then we're, we're helping the Jewish people that are uh, stuck in these hotels. Tremendous. Uh, Boom Crew, I want you to listen to me. This is a giving time of year. Think about SamaritansPurse.org. In fact, if 
after you've given to your local church, if you have some discretionary funds, I want to encourage you, go right now, SamaritansPurse.org, SamaritansPurse.org. Got to go into work? Don't worry. Check out the Carl and Crew Showcast wherever you like to stream. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. What a great work is going on in Israel by Samaritan's Purse. Amazing stuff, guys. And one of the things that we're going to constantly do here is keep us mindful of the fact of the atrocities that are happening in Israel. And let me, let me not equivocate here for a moment. I may even pull it up. John Kirby was asked a question. I think it was Kirby yesterday. Yeah, I think it was. At some press conference at the White House, uh, he was asked a question about the genocide on both sides. And he said, time out. I'm paraphrasing him. But some of the effect of time out. What Israel is doing is not genocide. This is ridiculous talk. It is a false equivalence to try to equate what Israel is doing to root out a genocidal regime. He did say Israel has to be careful to do everything they can to protect innocent lives, and they've done that with this uh, raid on the tunnel system underneath the hospital, finding out now from doctors that have worked there that, yes, it is a, a Hamas headquarters. But, guys, we're— this false equivalence of trying to say Israel's committing genocide, that's just utter nonsense and tripe, as my dad would have said. It's just tripe, just garbage. So don't just roll over for that. Don't do that. If you hear people saying that, just there's no, that is a false equivalence. You don't have to be a Christian to see that that's a false equivalence. It's just crazy talk. Let me always say this parenthetically. Are we in favor of protecting innocent lives? Yes, of course, my goodness. But Israel is in a very untenable situation. You got half a million people displaced inside the country. Rockets are coming in every day into Israel still. They're finding out that the Iron Dome, now they've got the Laser Dome. They put it online quicker than they had imagined, but the Laser Dome is picking off these. Did you know this, guys? It costs $60,000 to unleash one rocket in the Iron Dome. I didn't know that. To shut down a rocket that's shot by the Hamas or Hezbollah that costs hundreds of dollars. Right. It's... The Iron Dome is a defense system that shoots rockets at rockets to stop them from landing. Yeah, it's a $60,000 shot wow. to knock out of the sky a rocket that's made by somebody for hundreds of dollars. And they shoot a lot. And they shoot them all the time. Yeah. But one of the reasons I am not afraid to share with you, as Franklin did, the atrocities of what's going on in Israel is we need to be mindful, sober-minded about the viciousness. I'm still seeing, and you're going to see more and more, just like Holocaust, think facts and figures didn't come out for months, years, until months or years following the horrific events across Nazi Germany, Poland, and the like. And... We just have to stay sober-minded on this thing. I'm not saying Israel's perfect. 
But to equate what's going on in Gaza, Gaza City primarily, the Gaza Strip, in the IDF's attempt, sending in flyers, doing everything they can to give forewarning. Do you think the Hamas would, would have done that? They didn't. Do you think they'd do it? No. The aim of the Hamas is to eradicate the Israeli people. That's why they killed people that were running for their lives. Children shot them in the back, in the head. This is not both sidism here. It's not. And the reason we need to be sober-minded about this is for one reason, if not multiple others, when you see the horrificness of what's going on, you realize demons are real. There's a spiritual war, and it's for real. Get more from your morning show. Check us out on social media. Just search Carlin Crew Mornings on Facebook and Instagram. These are incredible days that we're in. And we need to remember, guys, there will be no peace in Israel until the Antichrist strikes a peace accord. Do you know that? I've, I, I'm telling you, all that we're seeing going on in recent history, including today, just serves to validate the scriptures like nothing I've ever seen before in my life. And by the way, you're seeing uh, uh, Ayan Ali, this intellectual from Stanford Hoover Institute who has surrendered her life to Jesus. By the way, if you have not heard yet, we gave away a couple thousand. How many links yeah. went out on freedom? Might not be a couple thousand, oh, but man. if you pull that yeah, up, I'm super die. Doing it right now. But if you want an article of a woman who has who was raised in Islam, converted to atheism, is an intellect on the kind of on par with Christopher Hitchens and Smith and Dawkins. My goodness. And she has God's spirit has transformed her life and she's a follower of Jesus. She says, I'm learning yeah. more every Sunday. Bless her heart. <laughs> That's awesome. you know, but her that. article dismantling the anguish of the world and why Jesus is the answer in the anguish of the soul and why Jesus is the answer is epic. Please get this article and share it around. Find someone you know who's struggling with maybe their belief systems and they want to hear an intellectual who re has wrestled with this. Ayan Ali has done it and it is epic. Yeah. Text the word freedom to our number here, 312 274-9624. If you've not gotten this article, I promise you, this one you must read today. It's about a five to seven minute read. Some people said 10, but that's, you know, you know why it's 10? She's so brilliant and her use of the English language yeah. is so good and so not elementary that you have to do a reread on this thing. Exactly. You read it and <laughs> read it one more time. Wait a minute. What was that yeah, sentence? Yeah, it's that good. So yeah. here's the deal. Text word freedom to 312-274-9624. Freedom to 312-274-9624. Epic article. Epic. Epic. Freedom to 312-274-9624. If there's something I can encourage you with today, <laughs> that would be it. Please mark that down. I do not want to miss this the rest of the day. Please don't All let right. me forget that. We'll okay, do. guys? We'll yeah. That's we'll huge. Uh, you found it, Young Thunder. Give mm -hmm. me the backstory here. Yeah, this is the quote that you were talking about from the National Security Council spokesman, John Kirby, talking about Israel and genocide and the definition of what genocide really is. Because he was asked at a presser yesterday. Yeah. 
I don't. Do you have the whole question? I don't have the question. I just have his response. Okay. Uh, I think it'll be self-explanatory. Go ahead. Absolutely. People can say what they want on on the sidewalk, and and we respect that. That's what the First Amendment's about. But this word genocide is getting thrown around in a pretty inappropriate way by lots of different folks. Uh, What Hamas wants, make no mistake about it, is genocide. They want to wipe Israel off the map. They've said so publicly more than one occasion. In fact, just recently. And they've said that they're not going to stop. What happened on the 7th of October is going to happen again and again and again. And what happened on the 7th of October? Murder, slaughter of innocent people in their homes or at a music festival. That's genocidal intentions. Full stop. Kirby's right on. We've got to stop this nonsense of this false equivalency. It's nonsense. I think it's more near and dear to my heart because I have friends in Israel. When you have friends in a location. Oh, yeah. Who have friends that have been killed. Ways heavier. Or they are held hostage right now. Just gets a little heavier. By the way. Palestinian people, I've met some of the sweetest people on the planet are Palestinian people. One Palestinian Christian woman has a restaurant, the West Bank. Been there a couple of times. Great restaurant, by the way. You want some good hummus? Oh, Nelly. <laughs> Katie, bar the door. That stuff will peel pink. <laughs> it is so awesome. But make no mistake about it. There's one-sided genocide here. One-sided genocide. That's it. Nobody's saying Israel's perfect here, but boy, on a, con- on a continuum of exercising restraint from one to 10, 10 being no restraint, one being restraint, there's a big gap between what's happening on, in Hamas versus Israel. Big difference. Okay, sorry for going on a rant here this morning, but I just don't want us to dilute this into both sidism. It's just not, guys. John Kirby, I don't think he claims to, I don't know if he claims to be a man of faith, but he's a man of reason. He sees that reasonably. Coming up, we got a treat for you guys. There's something going on in Aurora that is big news. Big, big. Talk about taking your kids someplace good for the Christmas break, huh? Uh, yeah, actually, it's an excellent idea. Yeah, wouldn't that be just it super really duper? would. I'd just say that, yeah. Boom Crew, celebrate what God is doing in you. This is Carl and Crew Mornings. With me right now, Franklin Graham. He's president and CEO of Samaritan's Purse and also president and CEO of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Franklin, you have some big news. You've got a Samaritan's Purse Center coming right here to Chicagoland. Give us the backstory. Over the years, Carl, we've had uh, trouble. We have warehouses and uh, that are processing centers for Operation Christmas Child. And uh, each year it's getting more difficult to find a, a warehouse that will rent to us. And so we just decided we're going we're gonna to buy one. And we did that and we have um, upfitted it and, and we're going to use it not just for Operation Christmas Child, but just for a training uh, facility. It's in Aurora and it's a, a beautiful uh, facility. It's almost a 
120,000 square feet oh, boy, it's sizable. of office space. So it's a, it's a nice, large facility, and it's been updated. It's in a very nice location there in Aurora. And so that's going to be not just uh, for Operation Christmas Child, but just, again, it's going to be a ministry center for uh, the Chicago area. And I hope that uh, people have a chance to, to come by. We're having our dedication on Saturday, December the 2nd. And uh, we've got uh, volunteers down there that will be processing shoeboxes, and we'll have friends come. And, and this is going to be a great opportunity to dedicate it to the glory of Almighty God and His Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. And uh, I hope that we'll be able to get a lot of people in that area to come and, and help us, uh, especially this time of year. Well, we're going to have a key word for you here in a little bit, Boom Crew, that's going to get that. It's 11 a.m., in Aurora, December 2nd. We'll give more on that. You know, I want to brag on you for a second here and Samaritan's Purse as an organization. Franklin, when I went to Boone a number of years ago now, I was utterly blown away. This is not a few people in a corner room putting boxes together. You've got one of the most well-oiled, functioning, joy-filled rooms of people this is a machine to the glory of God. What kind of leadership do you have at Samaritan's Purse? These have got to be top shelf folks. Well, the people that God has called, Carl, I, mean, I can't take credit for being smart or something or picking the right people. It's just, it's God has done it. And he's brought the right people over the years. And these are men and women that have... Um, taken this challenge. And, you know, we, we want Operation Christmas Child not just to give a gift to a child and make them happy. We want to give a gift to a child so it will open up their hearts to hear the gospel. Amen. We want the children of the world to know that God loves them, He hasn't forgotten them, and that He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, from heaven to this earth for them. And so Operation Christmas Child is an evangelism program, and it's also a discipleship. We have a 12-lesson course for children that accept Christ, that have gotten a shoebox, and we do it through the local church Received in his community. It. So it's, this year was, I think it was like close to 5 million that took the course this <laughs> year. So it's an incredible discipleship and evangelism program. But here's the key, Carl. We ask people, as you pack the box, pray for the child that's going to get the box. Amen. As the volunteers work on processing the boxes in the warehouse like they will in Aurora, we ask them again, pray for the child that's going to get these boxes. People ask me, where will my box go? I don't know, but God knows. And it's going to go into the hands of a child somewhere in the world. So we ask people to pray. And the key is prayer. And I believe God, you know, God hears the prayer of one righteous person. But can you imagine this year, 11 million people praying yeah. for children around the world? Beautiful. You know, God's going to hear those prayers and answer those prayers. So um, it, the whole thing is based on prayer. And God has just brought an incredible team, Carl, of, of people that have made this their focus and uh, that are committed to the gospel and making sure that these children around the world hear the gospel and understand it. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay, guys, here's the scoop. It's going to be December 2nd in Aurora, 11 a.m. And I want to see as many. How many can you handle out there? Because we got a huge listening audience here, Franklin. Can you handle a couple thousand folks out there? Oh, yeah. And uh, no question. And then um, we will need volunteers uh, every, every every day out there as we process these shoeboxes. This will go to the middle of, the middle of December. So um, and it's really from now to the middle of December. Uh, if a person's got a few hours or a half a day that they can give, come on out. We can use you. Oh, that's beautiful. Okay, Boom Crew, here's what I want you to know. In one key word, you're going to get two links. One is to this grand opening dedication of the new center in Aurora. December 2nd at 11 a.m. And also a link uh, for 
getting these boxes out to these children who, yeah, and Franklin's got it right. It's not to give them something fun for Christmas. It's an open door to get the gospel into their hearts. So one keyword, text the word PURSE right here, PURSE, to 312-274-9624. Just the word PURSE to 312-274-9624. Do you ever pinch yourself, Franklin, over how God's using Samaritan's Purse and Billy Graham Evangelistic Association? You give me these numbers. It is staggering, these numbers of impact. Carl, to be honest with you, I, I don't I don't dwell on it. I don't think about it. You don't. I just think about uh, I don't look backwards, Carl. I'm always looking forward. And I just uh, we thank God for what He's done today and what He did yesterday. But you know, we we got to start thinking about and planning for what we're going to do this afternoon, what we're going to do tomorrow. And, Amen. And so I'm always looking forward. I love you, Franklin. Thanks for being with us today. You've inspired us again. Text the word purse to three one two two seven four nine six two four. Franklin, thanks for being with us today, my friend. New to the show? We're glad you're here. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. You know what? I want to do a banner ad right now for Christmas gifts. A banner ad for Christmas gifts. You should. It's that time of year. What do you want from the Boom Crew, Young Thunder? For... No, we're not doing that. <laughs> Wait. Wait. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> no, that's not what we're doing. Yeah. You buying gifts? You want my list? <laughs> right. On my list? Uh, no. Text the word. Yeah. <laughs> Text oh, no, the no, no, word. no, no, don't. <laughs> no, 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 don't. Uh, what, what I want to talk to you about is something really cool. We're going to do it right now. One of the coolest things that you can do this Christmas, that in, sometimes you're struggling for Christmas gifts, Moody Publishers has a myriad of resources, Bible studies, commentaries, classic books from Tozer. Uh, more current books, you name it, starting Friday through Monday at midnight. This whole enchilada, the whole site, the whole enchilada Kids site. books. Everything. Yeah. Everything. What, Super Die? 50. 50% off. Again, everything Friday through Monday. We want to share this deal with you. We want you to share the deal with others. And so if you text the word DEAL, we'll get that link to you. And the fun part of that link, when you click on it, there's actually a reminder. Because I know come Friday with the turkey, you may not be thinking straight Friday morning. So it's going to remind you. But yeah, 50% off everything this Friday through Monday, Moody Publishers. Text the word DEAL to DEAL. Text the word DEAL to 312 312- Two seven four nine six two four. The word is deal. The number is three one two two seven four nine six two four. Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsored Studios. This is Carl and Crew Mornings on ninety point one FM Moody Radio. Fifty plus million people listening to Willie rolling down the road. <laughs> this perfect song for my. Uh, Giveaway that I got coming up here. Is it? Oh yeah, really? perfect song. On the road again. Yeah, Willie, going to get a turkey leg. Willie is. <laughs> get some stuffing. Yeah. Get a mouthful of that cranberry sauce. Speaking of cranberry sauce, now I meet him in the background. Okay. Meet him in the background. He'll stay. All right, here's the competition for the giveaway. So, I, my bride had me. She wanted the front porch really decorated up nice this year, and uh, what she did. Uh, 
was she gave me some ideas for what to do. So I've got the garland going up the side there, and I've got this cool spruce branch feature thing that's uh, up on the top planter. And uh, then right below that, I got this two-gallon glass jar, and I got these LED I got these LED lights that are, have you seen those thin LED lights that are like super, they yeah, look like yeah. piano wire yes. or guitar mm-hmm. wire. Right. And then little LEDs. And I got six strings about 10 feet long. And I just randomly kind of put them in to this ball of LED lights. Guys, it's the coolest That'd thing be going. It's so pretty with it's the a jar. Co- it's the coolest thing going. Yeah. So it got me going for an idea. Uh-oh. You know how much I love cranberry sauce? <sighs> There's only one cranberry sauce a person can have on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Canned. I know. Very anti-Carl. No, I agree with Canned you. Canned cranberry sauce. No chunk. Translucent. The stuff that you can almost see through. Oh. Now, it's in gelatin form, so you just open up one side, open up the other side. Okay. It makes a noise it, as it, it comes plopping out. Yeah, very appetizing. And this is what I want you to do. You're going to get a Carl and Crew prize pack for this. This is going to be so much fun. Take that thing like it's standing up. Okay. Do a cross-sectional cut. From top to bottom, put those two halves down on a glass plate, and I'm asking you to put LED lights underneath those, shining through the cranberry sauce. Illuminate your cranberry sauce. Yes, and you will get a Carl and Crew prize pack. That's right. If they send a picture. Correct? Yes. You got to send a picture, and how do they send this in? And so you just email Carl and Crew at Moody.edu, Carl and Crew at Moody.edu, Carl with a K. Has now, to be through there, not through text. My original thought was to have the glass plate and then have the LED lights on the plate and then the cranberry sauce plopped on top of it. But I started thinking about people get getting electrocuted. Soggy, yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. Like that. And I'm so, like, man, we can't do that. No. People putting a knife through the cranberry sauce and. <laughs> No, if you put cellophane, though, to cover the lights. Yeah, but cellophane, a knife would go through that. I got to go with lights under the glass. Okay, okay. And obviously, it's got to be a clear glass. I know, you're doing super, guy. (laughs) You see that? That was good. Good job. But what we, uh, uh, this is great. Can you imagine a centerpiece with illuminated canned cranberry sauce? Can you see it? No. Wow. I mean, I can. Do I want to? It's a different story. Now. If you really fix it up, you can put some greenery in there and make it look really Christmassy. Like put some basil in the Garnish. middle of those things. Oh, sure. Garnishes, sure. little sticks hanging up there. That's just awesome. You you are on one today. Oh man! So if you take a picture of that centerpiece and you send it in here, shazam! I want you to do this. What? I bring a picture. I don't know if my wife will let me. <laughs> That's Better so to true. ask for forgiveness than so permission. True. No, she would. She's a sport. And I've actually got another set of those lights. <laughs> I might do it. I'm so sorry, Janine, if you're listening. <laughs> I might go with the original plot line. And if you really want to make that thing illuminate and you don't want to eat it, you can put the LEDs into the cranberry sauce. Have one can you eat, one for decor. So There's lots your, of ways to do this. Your son came and have a mission this holiday. <laughs> illuminate the cranberry. Okay. Yeah, and I'm. Okay, where do they send their pictures? Somebody's asking. Carl and crew at moody.edu. Carl and crew at moody.edu. Carl is with a K. Yes, and and is spelled out A N D. Yeah, that's that's great. Thank you so much. Coming up here. (laughs) 
Can you imagine? We're oh. going to get some pictures of this, guys. That's what's tremendous. Yeah, we certainly are. I that's, can't wait, actually. Might have a lot of pictures. That's what's so tremendous. <sighs> Somebody right. said, Carl Decor, Inc. Check if that website's claimed yet. We oh, might be onto okay. a hot one here. <laughs> what, Inc.com? Carl Decor, Inc.com? Yeah, see if it's taken. Yeah. Try both. See what happens. <laughs> How do you spell decor? D-E-C-O-R? R? Mm-hmm. Okay. Lit cranberry pillar. Yeah, the more I'm thinking about this is make get two cans, one that's edible, and then the other one, just make it a tower. Yeah. Because then you got the canned cranberry sauce with the ridges and just shove those LED lights up into the cranberry sauce. And just you got a red glow right there. Cranberry chandelier. You got a cranberry chandelier (laughs) right there as a centerpiece. That's right. There is there is no Carl in CarlDecorInc.com. So it's yours. There is now. (laughs) Is it with a K? Yeah. Okay. Coming up, minute and a half. Boy, we we get whiplash around here. Yeah, talk about whiplash. We get whiplash. The craziest carpool in Chicagoland. We're Carl and Crew mornings. Uh, A lot of ground we're covering here today on this beautiful pre-Thanksgiving Eve Eve. Is that fair? Is it Eve Eve? Yeah, it's Thanksgiving Eve Eve. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow, big turkey day. Young Thunder's going to, he's heading out early. He's mm. flying away on a Whatever. big bird. He's flying out on a turkey air. Because yeah. I'm leaving on a jet plane. Yeah, but before you leave, I want a whole bunch of gobble bumpers in here, baby. Gobble gobble? Yeah, just a bunch. Because me and, me and Super Die are holding down the fort tomorrow, Super Die. Yeah, well, I got you. You know what we're going to do? We're going to give away all kinds of cool stuff. <laughs> And I'm going to order in Grubhub for you and me. Forget these other guys. They're out of here. We're going to have a party. Bye. We're going to have a good time. Chick-fil-A. That's what I'm going to get you. You're so rude. (laughs) That did it. I'm going to get you (laughs) Chick-fil-A. We're going to take pictures. Selfies. Absolutely. I'm going to block both of you. We're going to send them to her, too. I'm blocking both your numbers. This is going to be blocking your numbers. Great. We're going to do it. We're gonna do. We're gonna have a party in here. I might have them. I might have two of those morning biscuit spicy Ooh. chicken thingies. Some dunders actually pensive in here right now. Grumpy. I'm legitimately upset. <laughs> <laughs> it's not cool. All right, we got to get rolling. Uh, got a lot of ground recovering here um, today in this half hour. I want to ask you one thing, and I'm only doing it in this half hour. What are you grateful for today that you've never thanked God for before? Hmm. Ever. It's a good question. What are you thankful for today that you never thanked God for before? Never thanked him for it. This is an important question. Because too many good gifts from God, we just blow right past. Whoop. What are you thankful for today that you've never thanked him for before and you want to give him praise? I'll take texts, but I'll take calls. You want to call in, you want to give God some praise today. Come on. Let's do it right now. We're only going to do it for this half hour. That's it. 312-274-9624. Light them up, guys. 312-274-9624. No energy? No problem. We have all the energy you need and more. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. 
What are you thankful to God for that you've never thanked him for? You've never just said, you know what, God, I just want to stop and thank you. And some of you need to say it out loud. Maybe you've said it in your heartbeat. You've never spoken it out. Montrell, Chicago, what do you say, my man? Uh, the biggest thing I'm thankful for, I haven't said it in a while, was my family. Love good? my wife, my son, my mother-in-law, all of them. I never mentioned it so many times, but now I, I really do thankful for them. That's great, Montrell. How long have you been married? I've been married. It's going on two years this coming December 4th. Wow. Way to go. Congratulations, man. That is dynamite, bro. My daughter's going to be one year December 3rd. Isn't that right? Wow, that was last year. Yeah, so you get close to an anniversary with my daughter. Um, Well, you're still a newlywed in my book, so hold on the line. You're getting a Carl and Coop prize pack. I love it. There you go. How about them apples, Montreal? What do you think? Oh, yeah. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Stay on the horn. See, you didn't even know you were getting something, but you did it anyway. Way to go. That's great. That's good. Praising God for a wife of two years. Yep. Mother-in-law, family. Way to go. Way to go, bro. That's a real man. What do you say? Taking your calls and texts. What are you thankful for today you've not thanked God for before? 312-274. 9624. Discipleship to start your day. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. Get some good responses here. Uh, just doing a quick pop-up praise session here. What are you thankful for that you never thanked God for before? I really like this one. 2204 said, I started losing my hearing at age 32, but I'm still able to hear with hearing aids. They hadn't thanked God that they can still hear the world around what them. What a great one. I love that. Uh, never spoken? My daughter's stepdaughter. Mm. I will tell her tonight. I love her. Ah. That's near and dear to my yeah, heart. Yeah, isn't that great? Yeah, yeah. Um, I like this one, too, from 1418. Thankful for loving dis- discipline. Never really thanked God for it, but mm. doing this every morning now. God's, you know, loving direction no, for that's, us. No, that's great. Yeah. You know, this one is hard because I thank God for the good and the bad all the time. I would like to thank him for teachers. Teachers Ooh. of Christ, of mm. academics, of skill, beauty school, trade school, etc., and of emotion, really therapists, all teachers. That's great. Man, that's this really is great. Good. 9036, 26 years of marriage. Never personally thanked God for putting my wife in my life. What a sweet text talking about just her with the kids and with the family and keeping them grounded and sane, keeping things running smoothly. Yeah, so, yeah, great. way to go. Uh, here we got one. Praising and thanking God for the drivers of the school buses who transport my three kids. Oh. No, my kids and three of my grandkids five days a week. Mm. How cool is that? That is really cool. Getting a lot of these coming in right now, guys. Yeah. Zero, zero, mm-hmm. 0081, for the first time, I'm hugely thankful that I can trust God in his complete control of worldly events. <sighs> we That's need that. Powerhouse. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. You know, I don't know if you've never said this before to anyone, just to us. This is a great one. Thanking Jesus for forgiving me of all my sins, even the ones I forgot about. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> ones I forgot you about. Know? <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So true. So true. Oh, man. Look at these. There's a deep well here. I don't know where this comes from, but 3397, you do. Thankful for my memory when I do remember things. Yes. Amen. There's a lot there. Amen. Wow. 
What's something you're thankful for, Carl, that maybe you <sighs> haven't said thank you out loud to God for? I've said it recently, but I've not, I've, I maybe even said it here, but it's burst in my heart. I'm mm-hmm. so grateful for a team of leaders that I'm teamed up with at 180 Chicago. Mm-hmm. I brag about you guys all the time. You know how much I love you. But I'm grateful for this team. I've never worked with a group of pastors who have two of the most essential elements for great pastoring together like this, all four of them. They're all four very different, but boy, they have humility and capability colliding together. Mm. Humility and capability just colliding together. And they are extraordinary guys. Amen. And it's such a joy to be partnered up with them in ministry. I love that. So cool. Judy and Sycamore, what are you thankful for that you haven't thanked God for before? Well, hi. This may sound trivial, but immediately when you asked the question, because I had just laughed my head off with you and Young Thunder over your sports comment, and I thought, <laughs> thank, thank you, God, for laughter. Yes. Um, my husband and I are just trying to recover from COVID, oh. and there's just so much yuck in the world. So thank you, God, and amen. Oh. Or laughter. Oh, yeah. Judy. Yeah. Made our day. That's not That's trivial so, at all. No. no. Laughter That's is a blessing from the Lord. So yeah, what sweet. A, what a great thing. What and a get great better. Thing. Get better praying for health. Oh. Wow. Wonderful, Judy. What are you thankful for, Boom Crew? What are you thankful for? Whether you text in or not, I want you to be mindful of what you're thankful for that you've never thanked God for before. Why is it so important? I think it deepens our relationship with God to continue to find new things in our life to thank him for. Hmm. It reminds us of his faithfulness. It just proves his character even more. And I think that the more we can see that we're grateful for, for from him, the more we can trust him when maybe things aren't looking so hot. Yeah. Well, I think it opens our eyes too to who is our provider. We can get on the wheel of self-motivation without gratitude and think it's us. It's like, uh-oh, slow it down. Yeah, Every that too. good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights with yes. whom there is no shifting shadow, says James. God is so good. Somebody sex it in. This is right, man. Zero downside to gratitude. Amen to that. Zero downside to gratitude. <laughs> you know, I, I never <laughs> thought about that. Yeah. Well, what is the downside to gratitude? There Hello. is none. There's none. I mean, the only downside is you, uh, you upset an Eeyore, but that's a that's an upside. You it's upset an, upside. an Eeyore. That's right. So there's no downside to gratitude. Certainly Way not. Way to go, 2885. There you go. Thankful for God-fearing parents. Someone else said, thankful for my 101-year-old, I lost it now, I think father-in-law. Mother-in-law. 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 Yeah. 101-year-old mother-in-law. Haven't openly thanked the Lord for her. Mm. Go tell her too, my friend. That's Amen. great. Hmm. I'm reading these on the fly here, guys. Yeah, making it home safely each day. That's a big one. Yeah. Going to and from work every day. It's kind of like robots sometimes. They don't think about it. I'm thankful to God for healing a broken heart. It took two years after a season of loss, but he has restored my joy and hope. Woo. Oh, praise. 
thanking God for what we haven't thanked him for before. Is this the right song for the moment? You I think what? it is. Give me, you, you like it? I, I don't know. You, you listen what the Spirit of God's saying to you. Okay, hang tight. Um, this, this is a fascinating one. I'm thankful for chronic pain. It makes me long for heaven every day and gives me urgency to share the gospel. What a perspective. Sound like Paul. Yeah. That, no, you're exactly right. That's Apostle Paul. Man. Yeah. Gratitude has no downside. All right, guys, this song signifies it is time for... What did we learn today? Okay, special special edition of this one. Take it away, Young Thunder. Yeah, I think we all learned a little something from AI this morning. We had a texter who asked ChatGPT, how can illuminating cranberry sauce symbolize thankfulness? And we'll give clarity to that question, but the question given to ChatGPT by one of our great Boom Crew members was... How can illuminating cranberry sauce symbolize thankfulness and the answer from jet gpt illuminating cranberry sauce can symbolize thankfulness by metaphorically shining a light on gratitude the act of adding light to the sauce could represent the appreciation and acknowledgement of the good things in life the brightness and warmth of the illumination might serve as a visual reminder to reflect on the positive aspects, fostering a sense of gratitude during the Thanksgiving celebration. It's a creative way to infuse the holiday with a symbolic gesture of thankfulness and appreciation for the moments shared. It's a beautiful thing. So here's the challenge I have for you. A Carlin Crew prize pack is within reach for everyone listening right now. It's true. I'm really into these new almost piano wire LED lights on a string. A couple AA batteries, whoop, you're off and running. Here's the plan. I'm asking you to get a glass plate this Thanksgiving and make one of the most amazing centerpieces you've ever made. Take a picture of it and send it in. This way it works. You get a can of cranberry sauce. Has no chunks in it, just the good old canned cranberry sauce. Open up both ends, knock it out the end, falls to the plate. Stand it up, do a cross-section cut, Split it right down the middle and lay those two halves out on a plate in the center of the table. You can put some sprigs of basil or some oh, other kind sure. of green leafy yeah. things. Grab a chunk of spruce tree or something, put it right there in the middle and illuminate that cranberry sauce with LED lights. This could be one of the most life-changing things going. Oh. Life-changing, huh? Yeah, but Chad GPG just dramatic, said huh? it. It's going to be a huge deal. Right. And you will get a Carlin Crew prize pack just for giving it a go. That's right. Get a picture of that illuminated cranberry sauce. Put a bunch of those LEDs underneath that glass plate, mm-hmm. right underneath the cranberry sauce, and let it illuminate that plate. And Thanksgiving will come to life like you've maybe never seen before. And oh, if I'm you sure. do that, text the picture to... Right, you need to email Not it. Not text it, email it to us. Carl and Crew at moody.edu. That's Carl with a K. Spell out the word and, Carl and Crew at moody.edu. We're so excited about this. It's going to oh. be an amazing tables across Chicagoland. Thrilled. And the world lit up as never before. Hey, this is Carl with Carl and Crew, and I'm so grateful that you listened to this showcast. 
Thank you mostly for being part of the Boom Crew as we help you take your next step with Jesus. You're a huge encouragement to us. We'll be here again live every weekday morning from 5 to 9 a.m. Godspeed.